That was uh, Mas Vidal. Uh, 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 Phil, uh, where, how did you first meet him? And, and uh, w when you did, it, was he a, did you associate him with the Yogananda folks? That's how I met him, I think. Um, I may have met him prior to that. I can't remember. But we were both uh, in the um, movie about Yogananda, Awakes. And so there were um, screenings and uh, panel discussions and that sort of thing about it. And that's when we got to know each other. Yeah. And by the way, our, for those listening in, <clears throat> if you're not familiar with the film, uh, it's the life of Yogananda, Awake, and then the life of Yogananda. And of course, that's referring to Paramahansa Yogananda. One of the things he said I, I, I was curious about, uh, uh, he said that uh, he took from many traditions. And one of the things he liked about Yogananda, it wasn't like my way or the highway. But uh, mm. like many other movements, it's a little bit like that, at least with the SRF. They're very nice people. They're very open to whatever. But at the end of the day, if you really want to pursue that path, and I think if you become what's called a Kriya, which is um, yeah. above oh. and beyond their, their basic but, techniques. But ev I'm sorry. Every, every uh, tradition, every um, spiritual organization has <clears throat> different levels of involvement. So um, in their case, you can learn from SRF. You can go to their... Uh, gatherings and hear talks you can read the books you can do a lot of things and have nothing to do with it besides that if you then take the lessons then there's a certain level of commitment and if you become an initiate what they call a kriyabhan that's a, a different level of commitment and more is uh, expected by way of uh, exclusivity and that uh, and that's not too different from most groups. You know, there are uh, there are peripheral <laughs> teams, and then there's the inner circle and the the uh, closeness. And and many of them, when you get into them deeply, they may not require it, but they'll certainly advocate that you have a level of commitment and not um, become too uh, cafeteria style in your in your uh, spiritual pursuits. Folks, you, you're listening to an expert here because uh, uh, for those that don't know it, Phil, and this is uh, January 2017, is in the middle of, or maybe past the middle, of writing uh, <laughs> I uh, hope so. uh, the biography <laughs> of uh, Paramahansa Yogananda. So when is the deadline on that? And, and, oh, and no, no, we don't talk about that publicly. That's too, too, too depressing. Because uh, I, I don't want too many people to know in case I don't make my deadline. We don't yeah. want to be embarrassed. Well, he had a, an enormous life, uh, <laughs> and uh, it must be hard to pack it all into one book. But that's it is. the challenge of doing a biography. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Moss, uh, uh, I was looking at his touring schedule. He seems to visit and give presentations uh, to a lot of mm -hmm. yoga groups, yoga studio, when I uh, hop mm -hmm. yoga. Uh, do you know what his presentation entails, what he generally covers? Uh, I don't, but I know his expertise is uh, not only in Hatha Yoga, but in uh, Ayurveda and in Jyotish, the uh, Vedic astrology. Um, he studied a lot with David Frawley, um, mm -hmm. or Vamadev, as he's known also. Um, and people can learn about David by listening to um, our interview with him. 
so uh, he, he had that training and trained with other lineages as well. Is he? A, so he does is, a lot of things. Is he a, a, a monk or does he live? A, is he? No, married? no, no. <laughs> um, I don't know his uh, relationship status, but he's not. Uh, uh, you know, he's a monastic. Mm -hmm. It was uh, nice to hear him because many of the people we often have on. Uh, have an expertise in a particular area, uh, like Ayurveda, like astrology, like, uh, you know, Hatha Yoga and all, uh, meditation. He seemed to have uh, had a pretty deep understanding in, in all these different areas. And one of the things he talked about, which, which I'd like to follow up with him on sometime, is uh, he was talking about all the different uh, avenues uh, for spiritual growth, and then ultimately meditation being the ultimate. Uh, 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 place yeah. to go, and and uh, well, that's that's traditional. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he spoke about the importance of lineage and the uh, the value of uh, the classical yogic uh, perspective, as opposed to you know this sort of modern emphasis on um, uh, physicality and. Uh, and traditionally, meditation was always the centerpiece of, of a, a person's spiritual repertoire. Right. And, and uh, he himself, uh, uh, does he teach uh, Hatha Yoga classes? Yeah. I, I, I've never taken one, so I can't, I can't um, tell you more other than what he said and what he's written about in his book. He, you know, um, toward the end of our conversation, he said there are things in his book that you don't find in most books. And I think he's done a lot of research. I, I can't uh, speak to the veracity of everything in the book. But he says some uh, interesting things, you know, like, for example, I, I heard him talking about um, how, you know, people do um, all these asanas and this, you know, long physical practices and very little sitting in silence, and he, he not only thought that wasn't particularly good for spiritual advancement or ideal, but that it could have uh, negative physiological consequences, mm -hmm. you know, overdoing it and, and <laughs> that sort of thing. And there are differences in male bodies and female bodies that need to be uh, understood better and respected more. Right. So, you know, there's a lot, uh, lot to be said about uh, these nuances. Right. It's interesting because uh, <clears throat> I think that's one of the challenges with yoga in the West. Uh, we have uh, we have the belief, no pain, no gain. And I, I know a lot of yoga can be rigorous, but I think a lot of people take it over the top and they start not thinking about it in in a way that somebody yeah. from the, uh, India might think about it, uh, but from a, a Western perspective, which could distort it. Uh, the other thing is, uh, and, and I've mentioned this before, but both of you and I have had the experience of being on courses where we've done a lot of, for me, maybe too much meditation and not enough hatha yoga <laughs> or exercise. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I think my experience is that if I mix the two and do a decent uh, uh, round of uh, hatha yoga, maybe some pranayam, along with my meditation, which is what I've done on these long TM courses we used to go on, uh, but uh, mm -hmm. I probably could have spent a little bit more time in uh, in hatha yoga and a little less time in meditation, then it would have been uh, more quality meditation rather than quantity. But I think that's what's important is quality. Might be yeah. different for somebody else. Somebody else may be able to sit there for yeah. hours. There are and, a lot of yeah. um, 
a lot of individual differences that uh, have to be taken into account or should be taken into account. The other thing about it is, you know, I, as somebody who was on some of these long retreats with you, it was not only, uh, you know, there was an attempt at balance, but as you said, everybody's different. But also, I think we were very uh, cavalier about how we did the asana. Right. We were not, we were not, you know, I, I don't remember ever about... getting any type of <clears throat> good instruction on them. And the few times in my life that I've actually taken a yoga class where I went in and there was a teacher and 30 people and we went through it, I had my best meditations ever, uh, you know, in terms <laughs> of quality of, of deep silence and all after those classes. And, uh, uh, again, you know, uh, people are probably wondering, why aren't you doing it now? Uh, well, <clears throat> I, I do do it occasionally, but probably should do it more because it, it has, an, from my experience, uh, good hatha yoga, <clears throat> properly instructed, has an enormous impact on the quality Absolutely. of my meditation. Absolutely. I mean, that's one, of the, you know, there are people who say that's why, uh, the Hatha yoga r routines were originally developed to, mm -hmm. to um, refine the body and nervous system uh, as preparation to, to meditate. Right. Well, so, you know, Phil, I, I just wanted to, uh, one more thing I, I thought about uh, his interview. And some people listening in might not understand when uh, he said the importance of a lineage. A lineage, as I understand mm -hmm. it, is that it's a tradition passed down from teacher to teacher over, I think yeah. he said, like 100, 150 years in some cases, much longer, but not just something yeah. that just uh, uh, appears out of nowhere and uh, uh, has no uh, tradition. Yeah, and, and that's rampant in the Hatha Yoga world where, you know, people who may have been trained by uh, highly qualified uh, lineage holders, gurus, uh, then teach others. And those people train others. And before you know it, people don't know anything about the lineage other than, you know, who taught, who trained them. And um, that's, uh, you know, I think uh, one of the ways these things, you know, get lost if we're not careful. Right. Well, very good. Uh, uh, a, a, a very pleasant uh, interview uh, with uh, Mas Vidal. And uh, I think he seems to be doing a lot of good work. Uh, his uh, website, which is posted up, is dancingshiva.com and uh, it actually has a, a list of his schedule for uh, every month and where he's going to be and where he might be giving a talk. I personally would love to hear him give a talk some sometime and he speaks on uh, I think a, a number of different subjects related to uh, uh, spiritual growth so uh, look for that. Uh, that's dancingshiva.com. Yeah. It's a good book. And th the name of the book again? Um, the I sun, don't have it in front sun, of me. Sun, sun, moon, earth, something like that. Yeah, the sun, moon, and earth. They'll right. find it on his website. Website. Till next time, Phil. Okay, keep, Dennis. Keep doing those uh, asanas. <laughs> right now, I'm doing the driving in traffic asana. But but you're legally doing it with the headset <laughs> on. Come on. All right. Right. Later. Bye. Bye.